we're looking at home sales. Existing home sales fell to a two-year low in June, and mortgage demand is at its lowest level in 22 years. I want to discuss the housing and real estate market here with our panel. George Ritu is with us, senior economist at Realtor.com, and Jay McCandless, senior VP, equity research at Wedbush Securities. Thank you so much both for being here. It's sort of this push and pull. There's still some demand. Prices are not coming down. I saw prices at 416,000 average, and that's a new record. But there's other weakness that's happening. George, what are you seeing here? So the housing market is clearly responding to the macroeconomic issues, which are really making it expensive for home buyers to afford a home. As you pointed out, inflation is running at levels not seen since 1981. In addition, mortgage rates have now jumped over 200 basis points just since December. When you combine those two together, basically for what for buyer that means is their budgets no longer stretch as far as they used to. And then you throw in prices, which exactly to your point are at new records, whether it's for existing home sales, new home sales. Think about the fact for a median priced home, the monthly mortgage payment as of last week was $2,000 compared to $1,300 just a year ago. So not surprisingly, consumers are pulling back and builders are clearly reacting to that. We saw the home builder sentiment drop significantly. Um, and I think that for home builders, the pullback has been quite swift. Yeah. No, yeah. Home builder sentiment is that two-year lows. They're just not feeling great, even though the price of lumber came down. And there are inventories have been improving some. So that's a good sign for people who are shopping for a home. But what do you think here, Jay? I mean, the group is down 20, 30 percent this year. DR Horton, we're waiting to hear from the company. What do you think of these companies? I still think that from an evaluation perspective, um, they're still pretty inexpensive trading at roughly one times or just a little over one times book, whether you look at, at the 22 or the 23 averages. Um, I also think that the, the, the inventory, even though it has come up a little bit, we're still at very depressed levels, um, especially in the, the top 25 or 30 markets where our home builders make most of their revenue and, and, and earnings. So with the builder's ability to, to service that, that need, you know, with what has been, like George talked about, maybe a little bit of sticker shock in June from higher rates, higher gas prices, higher home prices, um, maybe with some of those starting to work in our favor, mortgage rates have come back a little bit. Um, I don't think that it's a lost cause for the builders by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but we do think, and, and we talk about this in, in our note earlier this week, uh, we do think consensus estimates do need to move lower. Uh, we think total volumes this year probably going to be a little softer than what we might have expected at the beginning of the year, uh, but still expecting um, very solid profitability from, from pretty much everyone in our group. Mm -hmm. And you said um, DR Horton, which we're waiting on, and also TriPoint, these are undervalued. I mean, they have some potential to grow in the next 12 months, 15 months, years ahead. Jay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I would say to us, if, if you think about what is a, a safer pick in this environment, um, DR Horton's got the, the best balance sheet of the builders that we cover with the lowest debt. Um, they also have a national presence with over a half million lots. Um, so wherever the demand is going to, to show up, they can service that demand. Um, and we do yeah. think they are going to be growing the community count and, and the units. Um, TriPoint is more of a, a move up builder um, and, and more of a West Coast focused builder rather than a national builder than Horton. 
Um, so maybe a little more geographic risk there, but we think longer term, both of these names are very undervalued. Yeah, yeah. And so, George, you were noting the, the uptrend that we've seen also in rents and how those have been growing, too, at this time. You're right, Nicole. When we look at rents across the markets that we cover, we see continued growth. They reached a new high. The silver lining, however, to the challenge, which it's a real affordability challenge for people across the country, the rate of growth has been slowing down. So it tells me, and, and we saw that in new construction, right, permits, housing starts, we saw multifamily actually was up by double digits. So it's obvious to, to construction companies, real estate developers, that with affordability for the for sale market declining, the rental market has really bright prospects. So in essence, a lot of effort and capital is moving in that space. So I think for the next few months, we're going to be in a crunch period for a lot of people looking for homes, but we're seeing signs of improvement, whether it's rental availability, whether it's for sale. Realtor.com's inventory data has now had two months of positive year-over-year -year growth, and we're seeing more homeowners continuing to bring homes to market, yeah. ready to capitalize on prices, and also ready to move forward beyond the pandemic. Right, and in your notes, you said um, the homes sold in June were on the market for a lowest ever 14 days before going under contract. It just shows that, you know, it's not on there long. If it's priced at least sort of right, it gets sold. Um, final thoughts here, Jay, as we talk about the environment and with a higher mortgage rate, right? Let's say we went from 3% to 6%, roughly. Um, and now mortgage demand at 22-year lows. I mean, that 6% is still not as high as it was in my parents' era. Final thought, Jay. Sure. I think you've shrunk the TAM a little bit, but I think there's still plenty of people that need a house out there with the millennials still firmly in household formation phase. And I think also, you know, we're starting to see the leading edge of the Gen Z's become homeowners. So, yeah, I think at least temporarily we'll need to see a reset in terms of the affordability equation. Uh, but there are still people out there who can afford these houses. And I think our builders, whether it's through mortgage rate buy downs or, or some other programs, are going to find ways to get people into these homes. Yeah, good to see you both. Thank you very much, George and Jay. George O'Too of Realtor.com, Jay McCandless of Wedbush Securities. Thank you. Thank you, friends, for being with me.